0: The 95th Academy Awards is now in the books and uh, uh, I thought we had a, a pretty good show, and I'll talk about that in a moment. But yeah, the big winner, um, kind of as I predicted, and I wasn't alone in that, so I'm not going to take uh, a whole lot of credit there, but was everything everywhere all at once. Um, it didn't win every award, it was nominated, but it won. it was nominated for 11 and won seven. That's a pretty big haul. In fact, it won all the big ones, including Best Picture. Best original screenplay, best director. In this case, directors (plural). Best supporting actor and actress, best actress, and best editing. So uh, it couldn't have been a bigger or better night for uh, the folks over at uh, A24, is the studio that produced that film, and uh, all the all the folks there that were behind that. What's um, maybe uh, a little surprising and, and to me a little disappointing was that uh, so many strong contenders um, got completely shut out, like Tar. Uh Banshees of Inisherin, which to me I think was the best film of the year. Uh The Fablemans, which was my personal uh favorite that I was rooting for, and Elvis, all of them went home empty-handed, which was a little bit of a shock. Um, the viewership was up this year, which is good for the Academy. Uh eighteen point seven million viewers, which is the best since uh the twenty twenties pre-pandemic broadcast. Um in fact, it's not only the best showing of the Oscars, but the best showing of any award show uh, in, in three years. Now, of course, that pales in comparison to the good old days of, you know, 57 million v- viewers uh, 20 or 30 years ago. But, you know, in those days, there was no Internet. There was not no streaming. There wasn't a whole lot of things. TV ratings in general are down. So um, it's, uh, it's, a, it's some positive news for the Academy that the viewership was up a little bit. You know, there's some possible reasons for that. Why? Well, you had the the blockbuster Best Picture nominees like Top Gun and Avatar. Um, you had some great performances by Rihanna and Lady Gaga. Um, there was probably some curiosity left over from last year's infamous slap uh, and how that might be referenced this year. Uh, so there's probably a number of reasons uh, why. But, I, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm happy to say as, a you know, an Academy booster uh, and a film lover that the ratings were up.
1: Joe, let me ask you this, as far as the word surprise and listening to your comments there, was the surprise out of the Oscars, at least from your point of view, the reason that that film uh, took home all the Oscars, you thought maybe more, a little bit more of the spreading of the wealth? Well,
0: I, as I predicted last week and on my TV spot as well, um, I wasn't surprised that that everything everywhere kind of steamrolled on a lot of stuff. And when I was making my own picks and, and I got in my Oscar pool at my place, I in my predictions, I got 19 out of 23, which isn't bad, but um, I, uh, I was bummed at the four that I missed because in my head, I knew eh, it could go this way and it might go this way, but I'm going to, I'm going to spread the wealth a little bit. And, and uh, I, I, I didn't buy into the steamroll and that's sort of what happened. And, uh, you know, for example, uh, I thought the Banshees of Innashiran would have won screenplay, and it didn't. And I thought that Kate Blanchett uh, had a shot to win, uh, a good shot to win Best Actress. But I also thought that Michelle Yeoh was coming up, and I said, well, I'll go with Kate instead of Michelle. And in my head, I kind of knew that maybe I was making the wrong choice. So it wasn't a whole shock, but uh, there was some flip a coin kind of contest that. Uh, that went, uh, went towards everything, everywhere, all at once.
1: You mentioned the television ratings, and I think you were spot on that there was other movies involved in at least nominations, and I thought that brought some other younger audiences in to at least pay attention to see if a movie like Maverick, to see if a movie like Avatar might get a chance to win something.
0: Yeah, and, and that's not new. Um, you know, the Academy... I don't remember how many years ago, but quite a while ago, you know, expanded the, the best picture nominees to up to ten, uh, and I think now they require ten. Um, but uh, you know, and that the point of that was to be more inclusive in, in some of the more popular films. And um, whether it's just catching up or it's worked this way, or, or it was just one of those other things that I mentioned a minute ago that it might have uh, intrigued uh, the people. But I will say this, and this doesn't really count because you know, people don't know this going in and it was coming out, but I thought it was a really solid broadcast. Um, you know, it was, it was Oscar classic. They just went with the awards. All these awards were on TV again this year, because last year there was a a whole big hubbub that some of the awards weren't televised, some of the technical awards. Um, I thought Jimmy Kimmel did a great job. He was funny. Uh, he was a little bit caustic, but not too much. So I didn't really put off people. Um, there was some great speeches and, uh, I think um, th- th- that we probably all agree, those who saw it, that uh, Ki Hui Kwan was really the star of the show uh, with his best supporting actor speech. And we kind of knew that going in, that he was probably going to win. And he'd been given good- great speeches. And Jamie Lee Curtis' speech was great. Uh, another great moment was when the songwriter for Not Too Not Too from RRR uh, sang his acceptance speech uh, to the tune of The Carpenters. That was great. Um, they sang happy birthday to the young man who was the, the star of the best short feel short film. Uh, and then again, TQ Kwan uh, bringing it all home at the end when he hugged Harrison Ford. Yeah. Uh, that was a great uh, viral moment for those who don't know. Uh, TQ Kwan was a short round in um, Indiana Jones movie. And so that was sort of a reunion for him and Harrison Ford. And it was a great moment. A lot of great moments.
1: Final thing, Joe, there's a lot of people who haven't seen everything, everywhere yet. Summarize that movie for people who haven't seen it, and obviously more intrigued with all the awards it garnered.
0: Well, um, it's it's very difficult to summarize. Uh, It's it's about uh, a family uh, who runs a um, a laundromat or a cleaning service, and the daughter is sort of uh, um, disenfranchised from the family, and uh, they're having tax problems. They're going in for a tax audit. Um, and uh, that doesn't sound all that you know special at that moment, but the the, the lead character, the played by Michelle Yeoh, uh, ends up going into a multiverse uh, where she goes and sees all these different permeations of herself uh, and her family, in, in, in all kinds of weird situations. And in, in one situation, they're actually just rocks. Um, in another situation, they have uh, uh, weird fingers. Um, but the point of the of the movie is is that no matter what universe they live in, they would always come together and support each other. So the message behind the film is a really happy, strong one about family ties and the importance of family and the importance of being together. Uh, So it's a really good message if you can kind of get behind uh, or, or beyond, I guess I should say, all sort of the weirdness.